Welcome to the Lighthouse Experiment, a Freedom Center Church podcast. Awesome. Well, welcome back to the Lighthouse Experiment Podcast. Thank you for joining us again this week. We are so happy to have you, Nikki. Thank you so much for joining us. We're so excited. Um, yours truly, Jim Parkin and Ashley Chandler. Welcome back. Thank yeah. you for having me again. This I is know, so fun. This is great. Absolutely. This will be that episode was super important. Got a lot of great feedback. The, the where my nurse is at episode, we called it. But that was so good. Now through all the things you told us before we went online here that it was always the plan. Now you are full on like, like diving right off the deep end into what is it that you're doing? It's health and fitness kind of stuff, coaching. Yeah, it's health coaching. Um, I specifically work with women who are struggling to keep weight off. So that's kind of my primary focus, but I love all things health and fitness. So I'm super excited to begin the shift. Right on. Yeah. So like recently I had, well, it's been what actually like three weeks ago, about a month ago, I had COVID something like that. Yeah. So it's taken a while to get the gas tank back, which is like super frustrating. Yeah. It was stressing me out. But over the last couple of days, I've been like weekly, I'll test myself. I have an echo bike, like a air or a salt bike in my basement. So those are awesome. It's like the gas tank test. So I go for 30 minutes, see how many calories I can burn in 30 minutes. So I hit today what my, pro, my pre-COVID personal best was 326, and I got 320 today, so I was pretty happy. Way to nice. go. That's awesome. I did think that I was going to pass out after, so I had to lay on the floor for a minute. <laughs> so it might have been a little too aggressive, Jim, just a little been. too aggressive. But you're might have been. But <laughs> That's a big also deal, I did... I did some heavy lifting today. So not really, it's not that heavy. So a workout, I like the kind of the CrossFit style of working out because I can do things quickly. Mm -hmm. I can do like a 20 minute time limit. Some of them are like, you know, like some days I'll do seven minutes of burpees and that's all you really need. (laughs) (laughs) But today I did a thing where it was like, uh, it's deadlifts. So it's, one rep for every pound that you're lifting. So I was did 150 reps of 150 pounds and then did the bike. I'm not dead. So we'll see about tomorrow. We don't know. <laughs> we'll see how walking goes tomorrow. Right. Oh my God, but that's awesome. Just getting back into it. It's to me, you know what? Like, like that fitness is, it's all for, it's way more for my mental health than it is Yeah. to, you know, I'm not looking to get shredded or anything that I'm not going to CrossFit games. I'm never going to be a pro athlete, but you know, I don't want to be like other like dudes my age who are no longer able to move. Right. Right. Well, I'll say I've never, I had never done a CrossFit class until this, I think we started in October. Mm -hmm. Um, Kyle Irwin started doing like through um, FCC, like a life group group. And I'm like coming off my hiking trip and everything. I wanted to do something that would kind of encourage me to keep moving throughout the winter and not get to be a hibernating bear. 
<laughs> and I will say, I having never done CrossFit before, I am really, really enjoying it because I feel really strong. Like you said, you get a lot done in just a few minutes and stuff, and it's all it's it's not overly complicated. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just nope. The whole basis is functional movement. Yep. Yep. You know, so, so. it's been really good. Yeah, we actually did. We did um, burpees and that was so bad, but I was like, dude, I feel so good. I'm sure. And then now it's like, oh, it hurts just to like put a little pressure like, like this, like <laughs> my armpits are <laughs> like every, like, like oh, use so many muscles this week. It's so does anybody else on this podcast right now, if you met the creative burpees, you would probably slap your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Slap them. It's like the worst I love it. So you feel so good when you're done, but in the middle of that, like whoever thought this up. <laughs> well, so that's can, the fun thing about CrossFit is you do so many different things. It opens up, like I don't do CrossFit anymore, but I did it for a few years and I love it. Um, and I encourage everybody to like, go start there. Like it's mm-hmm. amazing. You get right. such a big exposure to different things. Yes. And it's yeah. funny because everybody hates something. So mm-hmm. the first time I walked in, I was like, what are those balls? Those look fun. No, wall balls, hate them. I'm sure. Why am I throwing it to the same line? <laughs> this is ridiculous. Hate them. But everybody's got their thing, right? It's good. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's super cool is the community aspect of it. Absolutely. Like, you yeah. can find it. Sorry, CrossFit people. You can find uh, boxes that are super, it almost comes off as culty. But just the encouragement. Mm-hmm. Like I've been in affiliates before, like I've been in 810 and I've been in other different CrossFit affiliates where there's dudes that are good enough to make it deep into CrossFit competition. And they of course finish first, but then they come back around and, you know, like this 65 year old, you know, single mom or grandma or whatever, that's just doing it for the first time. They're encouraging her. Yeah. As if she's the one that's about to win the whole thing yeah. and everybody yeah, comes around. Awesome. So f- for that aspect, it's super cool. Yeah. So Agreed. fitness is key is what we're getting at. You guys do something, move somehow, especially for us, you know, cause we sit really, we get in the truck and we sit there, you know, until we don't. And then it's not really like anything super strenuous. You know, if you're lifting somebody that's, significant we'll say (laughs) it's about as diplomatic as I can put that but you know yeah sometimes people weigh quite a bit but where we really struggle and this is where Nikki's going to come in where we really struggle in EMS is with eating and meal planning oh that's where I am we are terrible about that I'll tell you right now that if I don't make something tonight to take with me tomorrow that it is a certainty that I will have a, a Speedway slice of pizza for lunch at some point. At least get a good piece of pizza, Jim. What are you going <laughs> to eat a Speedway pizza <laughs> for? Because it slaps. It's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, really good, but really, it, really bad. I don't know. See, the first nothing... time he said slaps, I'm like, is that because it's really gross and it sticks to the wall? Like, I don't know if that's no. right. Uh, I'm a boomer yeah. is what my teenagers call me. <laughs> so I don't know what this saying slaps means uh, other right. than, yeah, like it flops around. Slaps slaps is like um, Southern, mainly African-American slang for it's so good that you slap your mama. 
Oh, okay. I like it. Cool. So it slaps. Thank you for the word. I will go use it with my children so they think I'm cool. Yeah, no, you have to plan. Planning is key. I mean, I I used to work an hour away in Novi years ago and when the girls were little. And so it was like if I was going to get any 15, 20-minute quick run-in in the morning, it would be getting up at 530 going for a run, we'd be leaving the house by 7.15 to run everybody around like school and wherever we need to be and then make the 50-minute drive down to Novi and be there in time. And then I'd leave right at 5 to make it hopefully just in time for after, you know, after school, latchkey stuff, to get home, hurry up, do dinner, like do whatever, you know, get them ready for bed and then do it all over again. So if I didn't make leftovers like enough to just go ahead and pack it and take it with me the next day, there was no way that I ever packed lunch it was just I and I think part of it too for me at that time was like I didn't the the quick lunch was kind of a reprieve to get out of the office and just go real quick and kind of treat yourself a little bit but um it definitely added up for us too like just cost wise it was a lot so um yeah (laughs) so what's your recommendation Nikki what what can we do to do like I don't know before most of us work in EMS now is 12 hour shifts. So you're working four shifts a week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Which so is very your- similar to how my schedule was when I was right. still working. Right. So um, the way that I teach people to meal plan is different based on their schedule and somebody's likes. So for me, like if you're, whether you're trying to get healthy or lose weight because they're one in the same. They really are like people do wild things to lose weight. Like with the women that I coach are doing nothing weird. Like everybody's still eating carbs. Nobody's Mm -hmm. doing wild things. Um, It's just here. This is how you fuel your body to Mm -hmm. fuel your metabolism, to to have energy. All of these things that build health are are what take you to a healthy weight. Right. So it doesn't have to be anything crazy. Um, and there's like no magical food that you have to eat. So like if you hate an avocado, <laughs> don't eat an avocado. There's 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 no magic health potion in there. Is it good for you? Yes. There's a million things that are good for you. Start with things that you actually yeah. like yeah, and yeah. keep it simple. So mm-hmm. This is funny because I was reading a very, very traditional-minded Christian book one time about, like, being a wife. And the woman was, like, a stay-at-home mom in the 60s. So, in my mind, this chick's got all the time in the world to cook, right? Right. And she had this whole chapter that was, like, about, like, running your household effectively, blah, blah, blah. And in it, she says that she does this like everything is the same on Monday. Like every Monday is the same is what I'm trying to say. Every Tuesday is the same thing. Every Wednesday is the same thing. So she's not planning all the time and everything goes in a crack pot. She's like, because I'm too busy taking care of my kids and my husband to be in the kitchen three times a day cooking meals. And I'm like, if she can't, if Betty Crocker over here ain't in the kitchen three times, a, who am I <laughs> trying to have a right. full-time job yeah, and yeah, raise yeah. kids and do college classes, and I'm, like, going to make all this Pinterest meals? No. Nope. So all of that rambling to say, dummy it down, make it basic. You should still enjoy your food. Don't eat stuff Mm -hmm. you hate, but don't think everything needs to be gourmet. And then set a schedule that works for you. I actually have a whole, I call it my minimalist meal prep, and it's free. If any of you want it, you can reach out to me through Jim's page. 
Uh, and it's just like a PDF that lines all of this up for you. But it's how to get away from using recipes, first of all, because that's just so time consuming. You can use them sometimes when you want to have fun, but like clean up things that you already like. And it's going to be so much easier for multiple reasons. And then pick a schedule that's going to work for you. So maybe if you work four days a week, if you have like two days off and then you go on for a stretch, let's say you're going to go on for a three-day stretch. Well, the day before you're going to go on, make three different meals. You just make a huge quantity and that's what you're going to eat for the next three days if you're going to be on the road. Um, Or, you know, there's so many variations that you can do. It's literally just planning it out. And then something that I was just told about by a, a woman that I'm coaching, I never heard of this. There is a cooler that also plugs into your car and will heat food. So it's kind of like a cooler and a microwave. And her husband has one because he's a police officer. And I was like, that's so good for like police officers, EMTs, medics. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know how well they work, but she said he loves it. So there you go. Your options are expanding people on the road. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. You know, and like all the hospitals have a microwave we can get to, you know, in in our area, but like the key and just from like also looking at not only health, because you're, you're absolutely right. Like you said that getting healthy and weight loss is like, because if your aim is I'm going to get healthy, then like it's kind of a ipso facto, you also lost weight. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? For a lot of and people, people, if the goal is just... I'm going to lose weight, if you didn't, or that, you know, the thing that happens, you'll, you'll drop a ton, like right off the get, you'll get like, you'll do like the five to seven water weight. And then another three pounds, boom, you've lost 10 pounds. You can see it in your face. And then you go three weeks and you, the scale didn't move. And then what happens? Everybody's like, Oh, bump that. It's donut Friday, you know, and then it's, it's donut Friday. <laughs> sports has donut Friday. That's why I say that, but, <clears throat> but you know what I mean? And it seems yeah. like that's, that's the thing. Or well, so that's why I on, like teaching people sustainable weight loss, because that yeah. was the trap that I was in for a long time was basically everything that we do to lose weight is usually way more aggressive than what it needs to be, first of all. And then there's just all of these lies like, well, you know, getting older, your metabolism slows down. And so you're just, you're just going to put weight on. Well, okay. Your metabolism does slow down, but there's for reasons that that's happening and you can mitigate that. And it Mm -hmm. doesn't have, you don't have to put weight on because you're aging. Um, And there's, there's just so many, like you have to do this or you have to do that to lose weight. When people try aggressive things, you can't stick with it. And if you can't stick with it, the weight's not going to stay off. Right. Right. So like I tell people, there's no perfect time for you to start weight loss. I know I hear this all the time. Like we're going into the holidays. I can't start being healthy right now. And I'm like, well, let's break this down because even healthy people, healthy people don't eat perfect. So there's the big misconception. We're all perfectionists to a certain degree. And many people are all or nothing. And that's how I am. So I get it. So I'm either on the horse 100% or I'm totally off. Well, with your health, that doesn't work because nobody's perfect. That's a lie. Right. Mm-hmm. right. You, The girl that you guys see at CrossFit with a six pack, which is hard for women, she still eats ice cream sometimes. Right. Mm-hmm. 
So there's nobody that's eating perfectly. So when you want to put off your health till you can do it perfect, well, first of all, there's never going to be a great time, right? Because the holidays are here, but then what happens? Well, then, you know, spring comes and we're going to do vacations. So can't, can't lose weight then. And then it's summertime. Well, I'm so busy in the summer. I mean, come on, I can't, I can't get healthy then. And then it's fall and it's like, well, the kids are going back to school. So I have to deal with them. But once they get back to school, I'm going to get serious about my health. Okay, so 10 years down the road and you're overweight right. with heart disease. So there's no right. good time. But even more importantly than that, a healthy eating plan and, and workout routine and all of these things, they have to be structured to fit into your life when it is the busiest or mm-hmm. longer. So even if you could find this magical time that you can just right. put put everything on hold and you like ship your husband and your kids to some island and you can just focus on you, even if you could do that, it wouldn't be worth doing because you have to go back to your real life sometime. So you have to right. find how to make this work with your schedule that exists with your family. You can't be cooking separate meals because the kids don't want to eat what you're making and like right. at home, you got to figure all these things out. No, see, in this house, if they don't like what I made, they better make something themselves. Word. I'm only making one thing. Yeah, that's a new thing, by the way. That's, like, I feel like with the health and fitness industry, you know, there's, there's a lot of stuff that goes into this that makes it near impossible for people to start. So there's a dude, because I follow a couple local CrossFit gyms, so like we were talking about earlier with social media. Now I'm targeted for this dude oh, that no. sells this program <laughs> called V shred. And what he'll do is he walks around holding his, his phone, videoing himself. He's got no shirt on ever, you know? And he's like, if you watch this video, he's going to tell you these three superfoods that if you take them, then you'll like burn fat, like a furnace and all this other stuff. And you don't have to do cardio and and uh, you shouldn't do cardio and then in my head i'm like but i like doing cardio dude I love so doing cardio. whatever but then like he get you get to this i was had nothing to do in the rig so i watched the whole video one day and he gets down and he's selling pills of course he's he's selling me? us it's, it just turns out to be a supplement and for like 99 bucks you can get three bottles and all these videos well he'll tell you you're gonna love this nikki which like hit training workouts to do on which days. Cause if you don't do them on those specific days, it doesn't work. Oh, my Lanta. I just can't. <laughs> so, so then I'm like, dude, this is, you know, great. that you don't so really burn fat to, unless it's Monday. Right. So I go back to comments, right. I'm like, dude, Jeez. like you guys know why he never has a shirt on. And this guy like bought, I, I don't know. So, because he's not selling any of this, <laughs> you can't afford a shirt. <laughs> like, like this is crazy. But people, but people will do I that. Know. I well, you know, people will a- get on. They'll get on that the uh, what you call it the BMI thing. Yeah. Like, listen, I'm 51 years old. I'm five eleven and 210 pounds. Have been for about eight years. Okay. There've been times where I got super stressed out trying to build a ministry and dropped down about 190 and didn't feel good. Didn't look good. Right. Was weak, you know, but people get this misconception that like by that calendar, 
you ready for this? Jim should be 165 pounds. No, I hate the BMI scale. Hate it. <laughs> it's, and the thing is, this is interesting too, as a fun fact. The BMI scale was created by a British doc in his residency when they were having, you know, they have to do their, a paper or like a, a dissertation or whatever they had to do. And what it was, what his intent was that this wasn't based on actual humans. It was like, if you took a person, be it male or female by this age and this height, and you took a cookie cutter of them, like a paper doll, this is what it would be. And that was it. It had no, he had no intentions of it actually creeping into the medical profession. It was just, I got to write a paper. Here it is. I actually saw, listen to a podcast of that guy. He was like, no, because I wasn't talking about actual humans. What in the bananas? This surprises me not at all because this scale literally doesn't make any sense. No. <sighs> I mean, because like, so what do you tell a dude that plays in the NFL that's 5'9 and like 240 and is, plays running back and he's nothing but muscle? Right. Right. That's the thing. That it doesn't, doesn't account doesn't measure for any that. of that. Right. Well, and so this is what I tell the people that I coach who are really hung up on the scale. I use the scale. It's a metric. It gives you a piece of data. Right. But Mm -hmm. really what the scale is measuring, it's measuring your muscle. It's measuring your bone density. It's measuring your water. And it's measuring your fat. So when the scale goes down, is it a good thing or a bad thing? Well, the reason why I don't like diets is because typically it's actually a bad thing. So what happens like diets screw up your body big time and make, they make it hard for you to stick to any sort of healthy eating plan, be it weight loss or just for health purposes. Okay. So they're aggressive. They're difficult to stick to from a mental standpoint. So you're going to come off of them. But then once you come off of them, you've decreased your metabolism so much with them, not just because you decrease the amount of food that you were eating, but because if you weren't fueling your body, you were also losing muscle. You weren't just losing fat. So let's right. say, you know, the average person who's 50 years old has dieted five times, right? Like maybe once a mm-hmm. decade, you get real excited and you're, I'm going to diet. So if you do that and you lose some muscle, you're like, cool, the scale went down 20 pounds. You're happy with that. But next time it's harder to get the scale down that 20 pounds. And for some reason, even when you hit it, you don't look quite as good as you're in your clothes as you feel like you did the last time. Right. Why? Because your body composition is different. Yes, you're at that same weight. Let's say it's 160. Mm. But there's less muscle and more fat, which looks bigger and fluffier and is not burning as much food. The more muscle you have on the body, the more food you can eat because you're mm-hmm. burning it. Muscle right. burns fat. So if you do this five times, what does that yo-yo diet cycle do? By the time we hit 50, Mm -hmm. we're blaming all of these other things, which are only a piece of the problem. It's partially all this yo-yo dieting, right? And so, but people can't, we can't help ourselves because A, nobody's talking about sustainable health habits. It's just like the stuff that you saw in that video here, just take this pill and you have to do this kind of a workout on a Tuesday. Like (laughs) what, what are we, what are we saying here? And then, um, you don't make it like there, there's not great information out there. And then by the time we start paying attention 
to what's going on with our body, it's usually because we're in dire straits now, right? We either have a health issue or for you medical professionals, well, I don't know, you guys wear some tight stuff out on the road, but the nurses, they'd be wearing scrubs. And by the time your scrubs are tight, you know you're in trouble because those are very forgiving. So <laughs> that's usually when you're like, oh crap, I got to do something. So then you just reach for any quick fix because you don't feel good, right? Right. And unfortunately, those things just typically perpetuate this terrible cycle that we get stuck in. Right. Right. It's crazy. But, but like the fact of the matter is, if you look at like to the health and fitness industry as a whole, the, the intent is to make money. Yeah. And right. industry, that's the intent. Right. 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 So that's the game. Like back in the day. Uh, in the earlier days of Grand Blank Fire, we had this operation where we would go in and help them close at Genesis at the athletic club, fold towels, do the stuff, and then we would have a free membership. But one of the one of the, like the trainers there was telling me that essentially the mirrors, there's a whole, whole wall of mirrors that's in front of all the ellipticals and exercise bikes. And he was like, listen, <laughs> he's like, low key, these things are essentially funhouse mirrors. They're up there. They make you look wider than you actually are. So then you never leave the gym. And I was like, that what? That's not true. Okay. <laughs> just, you think just, that you'd want to do the opposite and make people feel really good about themselves while they're in the gym. That would be a better marketing approach. Make you look good. So you have this dopamine release when you're at the gym. Right. It's like, oh, look, at, right. I look amazing. You're going to go right. home and look in a regular mirror anyways. Right. Right. That's, just, all, that's an awful trick to pull on people. And also, I feel like it's not the way they should have done that. <laughs> no, no. And uh, like he made it seem like it wasn't even intentional, but it's just the way they're on the wall. Oh, that might be true. Yeah. Well, so you know? here's the thing. A lot of people, I mean, there is some stuff that's just, look, if you can keep repeat customers and health and weight loss, that's mm-hmm. good business, right? Like right. I'm trying to basically work myself out of a job. Um, so yes, there is this thing where repeat customers are good. So I'm sure there are some nefarious players out there, but then the rest of it is just that weight loss is very tricky mm-hmm. right. and people don't necessarily want to do the work. I'm going to tell you right now that you're never going to create have healthy habits and have a healthy life. If you don't do some mindset, right? It, it's a fact you got to do it. We're all carrying around junk junky thoughts, junky habits. And that's not fun or sexy. Like you're never going to see a cool Facebook ad. That's like, Hey girl, let's work on some habits, but that's what you got to do. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But But when people say that, you have no idea what that even means. Right. Okay. Mindset. So what am I supposed to like meditate? Well, no, there's way more that goes into it. Um, But yeah, people don't necessarily want to do those things. And then there's people who are, trying to be helpful in the space, but, and they're doing what they know and maybe something that worked for them. But the problem is what works for one person isn't necessarily, it works for the other person either. Right. So, right. Mm-hmm. or what seems to be working for somebody. Well, okay. Give me that. Give me that three years down the road photo. Don't give me that right. before and after picture from three months. Anybody can lose weight in three months. Let me see that person in three years. And if they've still got the weight off, I'll talk to them about what they're doing. Right. But <laughs> So what are your thoughts on, because this is something I do. I like to, I use an app called lose it. Not that I'm trying to lose it, but it just helps me to chart like yeah. my intake. 
It's like, I'm a big fan of, I'm not really counting calories, but just that way I'm writing, I'm putting in there, inserting what it is that I ate at each meal. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of that. There's some studies that show um, you don't even tell people what to, like a goal to shoot for as far as calories and macros. You're not even doing that. You're just journaling, writing down what you Mm -hmm. eat. Yeah. but it brings awareness to it. So we yeah. were all having this conversation yeah, yeah. before the call, not even about health, but people just kind of being like spaced out, not paying attention, right? So it draws your attention to what you're doing. Right. And if you, a couple of days in, well, it don't feel very good when I write down that I ate that cupcake. So maybe I'm just not going to, like there's behavior modification just from journaling. So yeah, mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of it. Or you mm-hmm. start yeah. to just kind of connect the dots of, hey, when I do this, I end up feeling like this yeah, in the afternoon. Dude. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I was telling somebody the other day that for the first time in my 30s, I actually started to really recognize what I felt like dehydrated, like not having enough water and stuff. And, um, <laughs> you know, like this afternoon, I started getting tired. I'm like, oh, I haven't really had, you know, I had the one glass this morning. No, like, oh, man four cups of coffee after and no additional <laughs> water, you know, and a cookie and whatever. <laughs> so yeah. in some circles we count coffee counts as water. Well, I mean, there's water. It's a diuretic, I've, but you know, but not quite. It's not like people think, but like I drink a gallon a day, actually of water. In coffee form? No, in water oh, form. Okay. okay. <laughs> you mean in Red Bulls, <laughs> the water that comes in the Red Bull? I don't like Red Bull. Red Bull's I gross. Don't like, I don't like <laughs> no, it's gross. That's really good because I can't say I drink a gallon of water. And I, yeah. you know, but I do, there's been stuff that, man, it's, it's just funny. And even like the past couple of weeks, I've just felt a lot more, I don't know, convicted is a really strong word, but pretty much up there about just even my sleep because ever since the time change mm. and it, my body's going to get sick if I don't let it reset at night if I don't let it flush everything out you know I mean like it's one thing to get away with it in your 20s but as I get older it's I I'm I know I'm not old by any like yet but at the same time I I, (sighs) like I'm old you're not old I'm old yeah but but I I have a habit that I can't like I don't think I'll the sleep thing but see, that's different. I'm not like, just ever going to retrain that. That's just is what it is. <laughs> and that's okay. But when I know I'm pushing it night after night after night, and it's not for any good reason other than I'm just being a 12-year-old and don't want to go to bed yet because it's nice and quiet in my house. You know, I mean, that's that's where, I mean, we've had people pass away and we we have people in our community that are sick or fighting cancer and stuff like that. And not that I want to go to one extreme and be all like fearful of stuff, but I also want to be accountable to this one and only thing that I get to walk around in for as long as possible, you know? Um, so I do, you know, I, yeah, there's so much mental health and so much just the ability to be able to go outside with my kids and play. And like, I don't, I don't want to take that for granted and I don't want to not be able to do that. You know, um, so yeah, there's a lot that goes into it. And I think, um, yeah, I don't know, just different seasons, having the kids and stuff, feeling so weak after different times and just slowly, but you know, it took a lot of time to get here. It took a lot of time to build these kids, <laughs> you know, um, you know, it's, 
it's amazing when you can start just making those micro habit changes and just kind of take an inventory of, hey, what's stressing me out? Like, why am I not doing the things that would be better for me? You know, like some of that stuff. And because um, it is, I 100% agree, like what you're talking about. There's a lot of that mindset stuff that impacts Mm-hmm. Why we do? Why are you the way that you are? <laughs> you why know? are you the way? You are? Why are you the way that you are? You know. So um, I don't know. I think that's all like really, really good stuff. And um, I mean, like for me, I did a hiking trip, and I never done anything like that this year. And I wouldn't have called myself a very athletic, like the athletic kid growing up. But I liked doing different things and stuff. But um, I'm grateful that I've found some things I enjoy doing. And that I can do them and I don't, that's not lost on me at this point of how cool that is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I want to go back to sleep, but not that I want to go to sleep. I want to go back to the topic. But oh, no. hiking with you, Ashley, this is something I want to get Wouldn't into. Wouldn't it be great? We should just meet up and go yeah. over some trails or something. Would you go in the snow? Do you have boots? I would. I'm making myself go outside in the winter because I don't. I hibernate. I don't like cold, okay. but cold is good for you. And it's, I need to go outside in it. It's wonderful. And there have been, last winter was the first winter that I committed to taking winter walks. And there would be like Saturday mornings where I would go before like fresh snow and walk through the neighborhood. And it was the most peaceful. Like, and this is the thing, like, I love those times alone. My life is so noisy and busy with kids and work and stuff like that, that to be able to go walk by myself is just magic. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm, I'm game, Nikki. That would be amazing. I would love that. Yes. I've went on like maybe three hikes, but I was like, I'm going to be a hiker. And so I bought a backpack and all this stuff from REI and then we didn't it's, go anywhere. It's a big commitment for time mm-hmm. and a trip. I'm all about everything. it. I have more time now. Okay, but back to sleep because you touched on something (laughs) super important in that Jim's shaking his head because he just said he doesn't sleep good. But I'm telling you right now. But he's consistent. No, 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 no. When people come up to me and they're like. I just don't sleep long. Oh. And and that's okay because that's just how you work. And that's Like when I sleep, I sleep well. That's good. Those four and a half to five hours are like, boom. And then I'm not, but I just don't do. Lucky number eight, baby. That's my number. Lucky number eight. It's too much. (laughs) It it like messes me up. So I don't do that. But I don't have trouble. You know, I use CBD. That's beneficial for that sort of stuff at night. But, but yeah, I sleep well. It's just I don't sleep long. And it's been like that since the military. Ever since. It's been four to five and a half hours, and that's it. And then your eyes pop open and you're ready for the day. I'm up and I'm moving and that's it. Well, that might just be how you're built. But in general, people (laughs) grossly ignore sleep. And I'm telling you right now, if you are trying to start on a health journey, here's my free tip. Start with sleep. It is so undervalued, so undervalued. And it affects every single disease process out there. Mm -hmm. Huge correlations with lack of sleep and dementia and Alzheimer's like early onset and things like that. Um, Like just your body needs to reset. Just like Ashley said, this is when you cleanse and this is when your body heals. And for all of you who are out there crushing it at CrossFit, you do, you do not build muscle while you're at the gym. You build muscle when you repair 
in your mm-hmm. time. So you have to have rest and recovery. That was some old school stuff sleep. right there. That's huh? good. That was some old school stuff. That's like how we taught, were taught in gym class in the 80s. Well, is we like, got to bring that back. You, and we can you bring break it down back and while you, you recover is when it's built. <laughs> we can That's when the, old the muscle is built in recovery. Yeah, but, it is. <clears throat> A big thing too, and and like, so this is a uh, struggle for in our house is eating late Mm. just because of busyness and stuff like that and getting the kids all settled and doing all their things. And they'll be, it's not all the time, but sometimes it'll be like, okay, we haven't even thought about eating Mm. and it's like 8.30 and now it's nine o'clock when we finally get something together. And then, and that's a horrible plan right there. Yeah. Really? I mean, yeah. But again, like put everything in this context of like, like I, I work with some women who they just have wonky schedules and they always eat late. And I'm like, okay, why don't you plan for it then instead of beating yourself up that you had to eat late, but also just eating terrible food because you're like, well, I'm already eating before I'm going to bed. It's already going to make me fat. No, 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 no. Eat something healthy at the time that you're going to eat. And it's still way better than just eating garbage all day. Right. So timing is important, but it's not nearly as important as the quality of the food eating. And nothing is going to be perfect because we're crazy busy humans. Right. Right. So you just do the best that you can. And you know what? If if one day out of the week it's nine o'clock at night and we're eating pizza, then so what? Do good for the rest of the week. Right. And it's still way better. Is it good to have the habit of like, hey, after such and such time at night, try not to eat anything else before you go to bed? Probably, um, <laughs> especially like a couple of hours before you go to bed, at least. Okay. Um, like, I don't know, like there was probably something to that old school way of like early supper that grandma used to do. And then the kitchen right. was closed up. Um, but it, it depends on why you're eating that late. So is this a scheduling issue? Then, okay, that is what it is. But is it just a, I want a snack at nighttime issue? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, I, I won't name which one, but we have an adult in this house that grew up <laughs> having a snack right at bedtime and then going to bed. So in that case, if you, I have a whole list of things that you can do to break nighttime snacking. He's looking at me. He's like, what? He's like, why are you confessing my sins to the whole podcast community? I don't know, a couple hours before. But it'll be garbage. It's like ice cream and snacks. Yes. It sounds delicious, sir. It sounds delicious. delicious. Sorry, you just like commandeered. I'm sorry. I'm not talking to you. It's it's okay. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. Dude, (laughs) what is happening? I'm so sorry. I'll edit all that out. It'll be fine. I don't think you should. I think it's amazing. (laughs) Well, hit me, hit me up, Ashley. I have a whole tip sheet for how to stop nighttime snacking. It's specifically for that because that is the issue that I had. So I grew up popcorn for, for snack every night. You sat down, you watched television and you ate popcorn. That is what you did. I finally broke myself of that habit. And then do you know what happened? My mother moved into my house during COVID because we were both COVID nurses. And so we put all the nurses in one house. Oh, bless her heart. If I didn't come home to a fresh pop bowl of popcorn every day and she would bring my husband a cookie from Oracle's. 
I was like, listen, Linda, I just got this under control. I'm going <laughs> to need cookies, dude. to not do this. Uh, the struggle is real. I feel your husband's pain, but there are things that he can do. Hit me up. <laughs> Those good. Orville cookies. You said Orville's. Oh. They're so good. Have you ever had cookies from there, Ashley? Like it's worth no. going to Genesis just to go to Orville's and get a no-bake that's the size of your face. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Just saying. But I will say, I mean, we've done a lot of cutting stuff out just for dietary reasons. Um, we've got two kids that are lactose intolerant. One that we did gluten-free for a little bit because his like whole system was just, he was getting a ton of ear infections and stuff. So we just kind of backed some things off and tried to figure that out for a hot second. Um, so <laughs> we actually, I think it was last week or something, I made green beans as part of our dinner, like fresh green beans and stuff. And for the first time, like everybody like enjoyed the same vegetable. Cause usually, you know, like these two prefer, like this is their list of favorites and like these two, you know, whatever. And I'm like, we've arrived. We all like green beans. This is great. (laughs) But, um, make one meal. They don't like it. No, but no. So that's, that's what I'm saying is that, you know, the one Monday night minute when I make broccoli, we all eat broccoli, but the two kids are like, yeah, this is my favorite. And yeah, I'm like, like, they're whining about it. They're, they're doing whining it. about it. Like, but this was the night that everybody enjoyed the green beans and there was like no mm-hmm. complaining. But that's what it was. Yeah. But um, but now I've noticed that then if I get something, like we'll substitute more. And so the cookie from wherever is like like too much. It just it tastes too much. Like I can only do a little bit at a time. So, I mean, not that we're perfect by any means, but, um, hmm. it, I do feel like our tastes have changed. Like, Oh, they, it, it definitely, because we will. get, we get used to certain things and stuff, but I don't know. We're trying, it's always, and I've been trying to make a lot more stuff at home, which I mean, I only work part-time, so it's a lot easier to make. Like I made homemade potato soup tonight or earlier today and I could do that with fresh carrots and onions and all that jazz because I was home and when I was working full-time it's a lot harder it's a lot when you only have so many hours in the evening and on the weekend that's a lot of time you're committing to planning ahead and meal planning you know that's that's precious time that you're spending to do you know different things and stuff so Mm -hmm. that's not lost on me either so yeah for sure like when I started on my little health kick uh I was working like 60 hours on night shift every week and I had two little people in my house, but, and I'm naturally just like a small person, but I was finally at like my chubbiest that I wasn't happy being at. Um, but I also had adult acne and my hands were sore all the time. And my doctor thought I had interstitial cystitis because I had bladder spasms all the time with no urinary tract infection. And I was like, I don't have that. You're crazy. And then my ANA was up. So she's like, well, you probably have autoimmune disease. You got to go to a rheumatologist. And I was like, okay, how about I'm just going to stop treating my body like trash because I literally treat my body like trash. Like, it's like, I'm trying to die. That's, that was my eating habits. Like I was on purpose trying to have heart disease. So I was like, I'm just going to get my act together. But that, that's a really difficult thing to do. And that's, you know, I nerded out big time on it, started helping other people and just realized, wow, there's just so much to this. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. why I but love doing what like, I do. There's so much nuance to it though, too, right? Yeah. Because then you have, you know, like everything else we do, you have all these people, all these different groups and, and different industries 
because like I remember all of a sudden there was a season at the church, Ashley, if you remember when like every freaking buddy watched what the health, the, the vegan sponsored, don't even you know, get me started. They're like literally saying like all these people are freaking out. And I was like, you didn't just shut it off when the man said giving your kids bacon is like giving them a plate full of cigarettes. Right. You, didn't, you didn't think for a second that that was off. And or when they the tied rubber bands around people's wieners and called that a research study and fed them burritos. Right. I was like, this is not science. Right. Not science. It's just, but they'll do that. Everybody has their, their thing when they're trying to freak everybody out. Right. And then, so it was like any other thing within our society, there's misinformation. There's extremists out there that are telling you, you know, and Hey, look, Sure. For some people, you you go on like a more plant-based lifestyle and you're gonna start to feel different. Maybe not better, but you'll feel maybe you're gonna for have a, minute. a honeymoon. You're gonna have an right. amazing honeymoon period for sure. Right. But so both of my brothers went full vegan for a while. <clears throat> my older brother at the time was racing, he was a cyclist, racing bikes. And at one point he went to his doctor and they did blood work and he's like, dude, you're anemic. Yeah. Like you're not getting any type of, you know, sustainable protein source from anything. So he started eating meat now, very like more like elk and stuff, very clean and very, he's not eating, you know, white castles, but it's like very, <laughs> it's very planned right. out and stuff. Like Do you mean that. he's not eating pepperonis off a of pizza from Speedway? Is that what you're saying, Jim? Oh, no, <laughs> no, he's probably not. I'm gonna, but you know, but like not all the time. That's not like yeah. I'm not buying a whole pie. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, my dad got rid of all of his arthritic pain. He like started. I mean, <laughs> so my my dad is all or nothing type guy too, mm. and he would sit down and watch a game at night and eat a whole like tub of ice cream or something just because. I mean, he lives by himself and who cares? You know, he lives. You know, he'll mm. do whatever he wants. Um, but he was taking Tylenol or Advil, whatever he was taking every day for, he'd wake up like super sore in pain, just hard to start getting around and everything. And he likes to ride his bike. He likes to be active and stuff. So he started going more plant-based and eating a lot more vegetables and doing his little morning. I don't know, whatever he would blend together and everything. And, um, he, he got to the point where he didn't have to take the pain meds anymore because he wasn't working like yeah, waking up so inflamed and everything like that. So I, I mean, found that same thing through CBD. Yep. I'm, and he just, he did a ton of research on like, you know, these foods have this in it and these foods, mm-hmm. are, you know, high density on this and everything. And, and, and that's key, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like doing your research. Like I like, uh, I like the beyond meat burger patties. I like those a lot. I mix those in. Um, the impossible, terrible oh. because they're, they are full of soy and soy is a killer. Like, <sighs> like they're full of soy, but I do like the beyond ones. Aren't they also genetically modified soy burgers? No, I don't think so. I don't know. I'd have to, to, to do. I don't know. Here's the deal. People, this is where <laughs> we lose all the listeners. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, here we go. She's no, the no, worst. Dude. Listen, people. She's going to go full on blast. You are an omnivore. You're going to want to hear this. You are an omnivore. You are not a carnivore, even though people do get some weird 
things that happen with the carnivore diet, but that's not because the rest of us need to be on it. And you are also not a vegetarian. You are an omnivore. And there are things inside of meat that your body actually does need. So you will feel good. I wish we were on video. I love it. You, with me flicking my pencil at you. For those of you <laughs> yes. who can't see, I am literally flicking my pencil at Jim the Beyond Nikki Burger is Eater. Tell us how it is. Oh, Dude, it's me. not like it's exclusive. I just I like I'm them. I'm just teasing you. But so here's the deal. You, anything is better than the standard American diet. You want to be vegan instead of eating <laughs> a container of ice cream at night? You're going right. to feel better. Right. Promise. Because right. that ice cream is right. very inflammatory. Um, and so that's fine. And people can get away with it for different periods of time. Like how quickly it's going to catch up with you as far as anemia and uh, inadequate B12 levels and your bone density and muscle mass and all of these things is dependent on the person. Right. Um, and, and you can do it well ish with supplementation. So if people wanted to go that route and especially if it's because they, of like whatever their religious beliefs are and stuff like that, then I totally don't knock it. But women particularly feel like they have to live on rabbit food to lose weight. So that is not true. So yeah, it's so wrong. But we have this eighties mentality where it's like cardio, 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 and eat a salad every day for lunch. And it's like, no, you don't Unless you're going to pile all the yummy things on top of it. I mean, come on, like, you know, the you know there's balance to all of it. A couple cucumbers, you're going to hate right. yourself, you know. Why? And then you're so hungry at night, and this is why you have a night snacking problem, is because you ate cucumbers <laughs> and lettuce all day. Yes. And then you're like, right. I don't know why I can't control myself at 10 at night. It's because you're hungry. Because you're starving. Right. You're starving. Eat. Right. <laughs> right. And, but the also, like with fitness too, there's that misconception, right? That, that like, like cardio is the key to success. Well, like also lift heavy and lift often. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. For like, sure. like you gotta be, you know, Wait, I mean, for me, simple things like I want to be able to go take a bike ride with my seven year old. Right. You know, I just want to be able to get on my freaking bike, you know, and go move. Yeah. <laughs> longevity. Know? And I'm only 36 years old. I don't, I mean, yeah, my, my grandma rests her soul but she could not walk to her own dang mailbox because she would sit on her couch all day long and watch Fox news. Yeah, <laughs> and, dude. And that's all she did. You want to be did. able to move. You got to like, be. Yeah. Yeah. And like the misconception, like, you know, we covered it earlier, but there's this all or nothing mentality. A lot of times when like, un- unless you're the girl at the CrossFit box with it, you know, 18 pack, then you're not successful. Right. right. Like, listen, you guys, I don't have abs. I have an ab. Okay. And that's just how it's going to be. And I'm cool. I'm see, I'm fine with that. Right. 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 I'm good in my skin. I work out for my, for my mental health physical too. I need, I want to be able to do my job. You know, when I'm training, I'll tell people I'm training for life. I'm training for the stuff I need to be able to do. Yeah. yeah. yeah I need to be out there. Yeah. You know, I'm not training for, for looks. I'm not going to be like, I'm not going to Wesson oil myself up and stand on the beach. You're not. (laughs) Darn it. Nope. But like it's, but there's all those extreme elements to this game that are more captivating to the, to everybody's mind than just what you're saying here, what you're laying out, Nikki, just have a plan, a plan that's sustainable and eat right. Eat well, eat better 
to get yourself to eating right and move, do something. And respecting the season that you're in. So if you are, you know, young and carefree or an empty nester and you're like, I just feel like getting in the best shape I've ever been in and looking amazing. You do you, boo. That's cool. But if you're working full-time and you have three children under the age of five and you're Mm -hmm. crying because you don't have abs, reel it in, sister. Listen, you creating those, growing those humans was hard work. And and we have different priorities in every phase of life. And so, but we can always do something for our health. Like the season of life that you're in is not an excuse to do nothing for your body, but- Mm -hmm but have appreciation for that fact that you might have different priorities than your best friend who has a different setup right now. And, you know, when different things come up, like, so, you know, we were talking about how I was just in Texas and I was working like these 72 hour a week shifts. No, I was not working out. And I love working out, which by the way, I did not. Okay. People, I grew into that. This girl was a couch potato. So that took some time, but now I love it. But in that moment, it was like, my priority for my health right now is sleep and, and yeah. rest because it was yeah. stressful. I was away from home. I was yeah. working the all the hours I was awake. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So could I have snuck in some workouts? Sure. I didn't feel like it was the priority in that moment and knowing full well that I'm not going to look as good when I get home, but that's okay. The husband hasn't seen me in five weeks, so he'll just think I look cute anyways, hopefully. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> I just laid it on real thick. I'm coming home thick, so be ready. That's awesome. But I mean, you just, you have to roll with it sometimes Absolutely. and you have to be right. okay with what you can Absolutely. do. Well, and I think that, you know, if you're going to go into different seasons and, never be nothing's ever good enough right that's terrible that's the worst you put in and what you went through like none of it's ever going to be good enough I mean because on the flip side like you said earlier nobody's perfect so yeah none of it's ever going to be good enough if you're going to put yourself up to some type of standard like that but then also like celebrate all the wins (laughs) (laughs) along the way you know appreciate yourself for what you've accomplished you know, like love your body, how it is today. And the fact that you're on a journey that you're doing one step at a time and just, man, a grateful heart, man, to just, Hey, today is what today is going to look like. And I'm going to do what I'm able. And then I'm going to give myself grace for the rest of it. Cause it's not all going to be wrapped up in a bow the way that I want it to be every day. You know, yes, Mm -hmm. that is perfect. And that is a hard balancing act. So if anybody is listening, like yeah, whatever. It's easy for you guys. You're already doing it. I don't want it to sound like, oh, this is so easy. Just go do it. I get that it's hard. It was very, very hard for me. Um, But it's doable. But you, yeah, you have to just be appreciative for your body and what it can do instead of always thinking about what it can't. You can make your body so much better and healthier than you think is possible. Like no matter where you're starting, it can be better. And you'll be, you'll be amazed at how different things can look in five years. I promise you, if you're listening to this and you're in your thirties or your forties, your body's going to look different in 10 years, whether you put thought into it or not, it's just, which way is it going to go? Reach. That's, yes. That's facts. Uh, and so but, with the season of life that you're in, don't be like, well, when the kids get older, like, right. I wish I was doing this when my kids were young because they were like 
I think like eight and nine or something before I started. Look, they were already loving the, some Doritos and all these other things. <laughs> and it's, you know, there's benefit to doing it when they're younger, mm-hmm. even though it's maybe harder because they're younger and they're right. more needy and things like that. Um, but it can be done in any season. It just takes a different approach. For sure. Right. Doing the like couple steps at a time. Like I, yeah. I'll just say real quick, like the, if I could get a handle on just a couple simple things and I could build on that. And like you said, 100. not do anything crazy, like from the get go, but, or maybe it was like, I really need to do this. <laughs> like calling a buddy, like, Hey, will you meet me up on Fridays? And we'll just start going for a walk with coffee, you know, or something, you know, right. just getting motivated, you know? So. Yeah, start small. There's a great habit book that I was um, that I had read before, and I was listening to the author on a podcast the other day, and he was telling the story about one of his um, readers who wanted to start the habit of going to the gym and, and eating better. And so he made a rule that he would only go to the gym for five minutes. He would walk in the gym and he would do something for five minutes, and then even if he was having fun, he made himself leave. He made himself leave and he did that for weeks. And the, the point of that was to set the habit of going and to start identifying as somebody who goes to the gym. It wasn't right. that this workout needs to be perfect. It was so you guys can baby step it that much. Yeah. And it's yeah. so much better than doing this like all out. I'm going to go to this gym where I eat rabbit food and I do six workouts a week and mm-hmm. they're all until I vomit. And I'm going to go super, super hard. I'm going to get super, super fit. You're going to yeah. do it for three months and you're going to burn out. I'm going right? to for a day and then be right. Nope. Right. Be the guy who goes to the gym for five minutes, but does, but then ends up going to the gym for life. You know what I mean? Yeah. So start yeah. small is like magical. Yeah. And that's like, and so when I was like really hitting the gym heavy, like first getting into that whole CrossFit world kind of thing, I just met up with a couple of guys and it's not, I wouldn't say this is universal to CrossFit gyms, just these dudes, because they were super hardcore. But when they started hitting me on text, like, how's your eating? And blah, blah, blah. How's your macros and all this? I'm like, I'm not doing those, that math. It just makes no sense. From like yeah. to, Because those <laughs> yeah, dudes yeah. are like super great, but do it like advertising. And one dude was a lawyer and they're in an office. I'm like, dude, I'm on an ambulance, bro. I'm not trying to figure out all that stuff. I'm just trying, I'm lucky that if I eat, right? Right. You know, same dudes, like you ever thought about intermittent fasting? Uh, no, but like subsequently, like as luck would have it, I'm, <laughs> I'm intermittent fasting, you know, based on poor staffing. So, right. but <laughs> for lack right. of options, right. I am now intermittent fasting. We're going to pretend like Super it was cool. part of the plan. So what do you do, bro? Like 16 and eight? No, it's like 19. It's just, it's just horrible luck. But that's why though, but that's why it's like important for, for those. And this would be my little version of landing the plane. And why it's important for us that work on the road to bring our own food is because one, the drive-through is packed from like noon until about two 30 or three. Yeah. We just don't have the time. We cannot commit a rig to the drive-through and then pop a party one emergency and now we're in the drive-thru. Right. There's just, we don't have the option, right? You can't go in places still. The lobbies are still closed. So you're limited all the way down to speedway slices. 
I didn't even think about that. You can't be stuck in a drive-through. You didn't right. even consider right. that. Right. So it's really like the key. If you want to be able to, if you want to eat in your shift, you're either eating like gas station food. You might be able to hit up a drive-through early in the morning, but after like 11 o'clock, you ain't hitting the drive-through kids. Right. It's just, that's not going to happen. You know, not that that food is healthy food by any stretch, but <clears throat> you know, how many meals have all of us, if you work on an ambulance, you're a police officer right now, how many times have you been in, you ordered your food, you paid for your food, and now you got to respond to an overdose or a motor vehicle accident or a full arrest or any of those things. So now, you know, if you're getting anything worth anything, you've just dropped 10 bucks. Yeah. And that's, that's that. Bummer. You know, <laughs> you didn't know that happened, Nikki. That's a fact of EMS. Uh, no, I never thought about it. <laughs> I've never worked on the road, but that makes sense. And that's terrible. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, not that's eating is huge... one thing, but being that close to getting to have your meal and then not messes with your head is way worse. You know, and, and that's that's an aspect of it too, where you're so busy and all you want to do, you're so hungry. We we got to get some food. We got to grab something. And then, like, here's an option that's shady. You just stay out of service. You don't go. You don't check back in after a call. Then you go somewhere and you get something. But it's, if you're buying food, unless, I mean, there's a couple spots like in the farmer's market in Flint, you know, you can get a good noodle bowl or something like that. But if you're not there, you're not there. Right. Right. Why don't you guys you know? partner up and like whoever you're going to be on the road with, divvy it up. You make breakfast, I'll make lunch and bring it. Or I don't know. I'm just trying to think. I really don't. It's like, I don't typically like to eat at five o'clock in the morning though. Right. I'm not really thinking about that. You like mid-morning. I'm well, like okay. Or not breakfast, but like, do you work with the same person yeah. for days in a row? Forever. Probably. Oh, like forever. Oh, so it doesn't okay, change. So it's, I'll make <laughs> us our lunch this week and then you make our lunch next week or like right. however you want to divvy it up, but right. like share the load. Right. That's cool. Yeah. That's a great idea. You know, and it's just, it's just simple steps. It's one more cost effective because we all know we get paid like, like junk, you know, and you know, those are the key things really is cost effective. It obviously has health benefit, but then you get to eat. You already have your food. So you get to eat that food. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, you and throw you some fruit like in the thing. And, right. <laughs> no, you know, I like my partner quite a bit. He's, we are the best crew in the history of EMS. Oh. Everybody knows it. I mean, I made a Instagram yeah. stories about it the other day. Oh, I got to start following you on Insta. I'm never <laughs> on there, but I will just to see it's, this. It was a wonderful start. I'll, I probably still have it somewhere. I'll just send it to you directly because it was wonderful. Did you Perfect. see it, Ashley? It was so good. <laughs> it was so good. Uh, I feel like I really missed so dumb. it. Yeah, it was just dumb. But we claim to be better than everybody all the time, every day. Raise the bar. I like it. We're thinking about getting championship belts made that we'll wear around. <laughs> they seem anyway. like it'll be like a big old belt seems very functional in your line of work like wait i can't bend over and pick this no man we on, just I gotta will take carry my belt it in off. every day when we come into work we'll carry them over <laughs> our shoulders 
and put them in the dash so everybody sees them. I like it. That is what it is. But we've done that. And since we've done that, there's other crews that work in our agency that try to outdo us. So while it started as a joke, it has left like raised the bar of how people are doing their, their business. So well, now I, you I didn't mean for it to work, but it worked. To like a health challenge. Mm-hmm. Well, we do that. They do. Swartz does uh, like a their own little biggest loser thing. But see, even with that, that because that's like a weight cut. It's not losing right. weight. It's like you're cutting for a fight. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm just not going to eat carbs for a week and lose a bunch of water weight. I win. But that's the game, right? Like, right. Like I never won it. But back in the day, that's what I did. We did a weigh in and I drank like half gallon of water and weighed in. <laughs> and then my, you know, and I would do that. I would just keep, I it seemed like I was losing weight, but really I wasn't. I was just, I was systematically yeah. making it look like I was losing weight. I'm going to think of, I'm going to think of other things <laughs> you guys can do. Now I got my brain working. Actually it's like parking, but you know, but some people would lose a ton of weight, but then get yeah, sick. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because they went on this whole thing where all they were eating was cabbage soup broth for the, the duration. And passing a good out. old cabbage soup diet. A classic. An 80s classic. Uh, also, here's one for you guys from the 80s. None of you guys are from the 80s, but I remember it. The grapefruit diet that came out. That was like 70, oh, I remember 78, I remember 79, like in the 80s, everybody was on. Our parents were on all every generation's done it. This is smashing the grapefruits. Anyway, well, that's really all we have. Nikki, thanks for coming in. Yeah, these are all little good little starting points. We can bring this back around and like low key announcement. Ashley doesn't even know this yet because it's the way I direct ministries. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) But we're working on a plan for 2022 where the lighthouse experiment and the podcast here are going to do a conference. So we have so some fun. people that love it. are ready to speak already. And if you're interested, we could get you involved with that and give you like a, I don't know how you feel about speaking in front of crowds. Not that it'd be oh, a I big love crowd. It. So we could set up, you know, the aim is to, to do these things to help people flourish within this business instead of just surviving it. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yes. I would love so, to. All that stuff is just, we're just in the early planning phases. I've just, haven't even set a date. I've just cleared the idea with my church leadership. Sweet. I love it. This, Sounds this is how fun. I do business. And my teammates here will be like, what? Hey, oh, Captain, my Captain. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm along for this fun ride. It's awesome. <laughs> this is what ADD does to you. As Things well. happen in the middle of like... Like that thought occurred whilst bringing a dude with uh, difficulty breathing to Hurley. I was like, you know what we could do in my head while I'm treating the guy? We could do a conference. And I'm like, you know, like putting him on bypass. <laughs> yeah, like here's your albuterol. But what day could we do this conference? Like seriously, like half my brain you know was taking care of the enough dude. Because you know what you're doing and you can multitask mentally. It's good. It's yeah. Fine. Mm-hmm. what triggered i want everyone to be like flourish and do well yeah yeah is that the guy said that i wouldn't be able to start an iv <laughs> the patient you're not gonna be able to start this on the road and then in my mind like not only can i but now i'm gonna do it with left-handed i'm gonna put it in with my Bloody. left hand and you're getting a 16 gauge sir 
<laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Do you, sir, do you know what rig you are on? You are on the greatest rig in Genesee County. Lucky you. This is your lucky day. <laughs> and I'm super focused because I just had a piece of pizza from Speedway. I got this, sir. <laughs> uh, you're not going to let me live that down. You should have a slice. It's delicious. I'm just teasing you. I'm going to go eat Fritos right now. Like, I am not a food zealot by any means. It is really good. I, I just, if I'm going to eat pizza, it's going to be good pizza. That is good pizza. What would you say is good pizza? We're going to get you back next time we do the best food spots in Genesee County episode. Oh, I love it. Yes. I am a foodie. I will go to Speedway and eat your pizza. It's going to be the best dollar and 50 cents I ever spent on food. <laughs> That's what you're telling me. I don't think it's a buck 50. I'm not sure how much it costs. Not anymore. I'm probably $7. That was some bad advice, people. I should know what I'm spending, but whatever. My financial manager over here, Ashley, is like, you don't even know what you're doing. <laughs> anyway, all right, you guys. Thanks for listening. I'm going to shut this down now because I'm just, I'm getting the evil eye. I'm getting four eyes looking at me. You going, are Dude, fine. What is this? It's good. <laughs> so, again, Nikki, thanks for coming out and joining us on the episode. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. It was fun. Right on. Everybody, thanks for listening. Keep checking us out on the socials. Unless you've seen The Social Dilemma, then you won't want to. But this episode will be up on Thursday. (laughs) Thank you, Freedom Center Church and Kingdom Builders. And as always, this episode has been sponsored by Alpha 198. Peace.